You think Dracula hangs out with other public domain characters? Fuck, have you seen the Universal Monster movies? Of course he does. I'm not talking about other monsters. Well, like, Frankenstein's a public domain character. Yes, so he he's, is. He's one of his buddies. How come How come there's no Winnie the Pooh? Ah, oh, fuck. Dracula just, just kicking it with Winnie the Pooh? That would rule. Can we make, like, a Captain Inn-style movie, but it's it's Dracula, it's Winnie the Pooh, it's Sherlock Holmes, it's, uh, who else is there? Fucking Captain, Captain Ahab. It's fucking Woodsy the Owl. It's Captain Ahab. You know about Woodsy the Owl? I don't know who Woodsy the Owl is. Give a hoot, don't pollute? No, that doesn't do anything for me, man. Is Smokey public domain? No, no Damn. he is not. We gotta change that. We gotta change that. Give us Smokey the Bear. Alright, I have a really good idea for a game. Okay. It's a it's a murder mystery bottle game where you're all stuck in a room. It's 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 clue, but it's uh Dracula's hosting a party with all of his best friends. Winnie Everybody's the Pooh, there. Sherlock Holmes. Winnie the Pooh, Sherlock Holmes, Captain Ahab, uh Woodsy the Owl, um Tom Sawyer. <laughs> Uh, who, who else, who else is a good public domain figure? Uh, so Pinocchio is there. He's super there. He's super there. He's super fucking there. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Dracula has all of his friends over and suddenly the lights go out. And when they come back on, Dracula is dead. (laughs) And he's dead with a stake in the heart, a big old stake in the heart. Yummy. And it's re- and it's revealed. I'm not sure how yet. Dracula had made someone else at this party a vampire on accident. <gasps> so somebody at this party is a murderer it's Sherlock and a Holmes. vampire. It's Sherlock no, Holmes. No, it's not. It's not. That's that's too easy. Sherlock Holmes would be the best vampire, though. Honestly, you'd probably have to play as Sherlock Holmes if this is a murder mystery investigation. I mean, I don't know though. Like, pi- I don't picture, see a world in which pi- there's a murder th- mystery that happens. Okay. Sherlock Holmes is in the room, and he's not the one doing it. Okay, but picture this: like, it's a first-person, like POV, like a uh, visual novel thing, uh-huh. and fucking Sherlock Holmes is your tutorial guy teaching you the mechanics, teaching you how to solve a mystery, and he's the fucking guy who did it the whole time. You know what? Sherlock Holmes isn't at this party. Okay. Sherlock Holmes, sorry, go home. You- Sherlock, go Holmes. <laughs> but Watson is there. Oh. Now, oh, and now he's he like, has to be the vampire. Oh, okay, yes, no. Okay, you play as Watson, and you don't have Sherlock Holmes. And everybody, like, the murder happens, and everybody turns to you, and everybody's like, oh, well, he doesn't have Sherlock Holmes. There's no way he can do it. Well, in that case, in that case it could just be Sherlock Holmes. I don't know. But no, it's Watson because he's got he's to gotta prove himself. Nobody believes in him. Nobody thinks. I mean, he's pretty capable. Have you read the, have you read the books? He's pretty. Yeah, but nobody believes. Woodsy the Owl doesn't believe in him. Shit. He does have to prove himself to, to Woodsy the Owl. Fuck, can it be Winnie the Pooh? Is Winnie the Pooh the vampire? I don't know, Bobby. Fuck, I guess I'll just have to play this game. Guess you will. Is this an opening? 
I don't know. Is don't, this anything? I don't know. If, I honestly couldn't tell you. I can't make <laughs> heads or tails of this. But you know what? I'm glad we had this talk. You know what? I'm glad we had this talk. Could we perhaps maybe um, act out a little bit of uh, what that game would be like? Uh, yeah. You, 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 you be, you be Watson. You be Watson. Okay. All right. I'll be Watson. You're okay. a leading, you're a good leading man. Okay. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Well, thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to my party here at Hotel Transylvania. No. Okay. All right. I'm going to stop you there. Hotel Transylvania, in the spirit of the game, Hotel my Transylvania name is, Adam is not. No, that's not. Oh man, you've ruined a beautiful thing. None of this is is public domain. Adam Sandler isn't public domain. <laughs> uh no. I no. thought that idiot died years ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, Adam, I I if you're uh, listening. Our number one fan. Adam I'm very Sandler. sorry, Adam Sandler. I didn't mean that. Please <laughs> please don't leave a negative review. Oh no, Adam Sandler's gonna blow up our spot. That would shatter my heart. That would break my heart, Mr. Sandler. Oh, if you man. if you were mad at us, if you were upset with us, I couldn't. Adam Sandler myself. bolts bolts awake uh, bolts up awake at night in the middle of the eve. He's in a cold sweat and he's breathing heavily. His wife puts a hand on his shoulder or his chest or or somewhere you know sensual. Is like, honey, what is it? What happened? And he's like, oh, I had the dream again. And his wife says, don't worry, sweetie. Two itchy boys would never slander you. They believe in you. He's They're like, one of the few who ha- who's still <laughs> on your side. <laughs> he says, oh, I know. They would never betray me. I'm really excited for tomorrow's episode really about excited. vampires. I'm really excited I can't for wait. a vampire episode. You know, I, was, I played a vampire one time. <laughs> I know, sweetie. Yes, yes, honey. I know. Go back to sleep. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. You're right. Blair, hello, my friends. Welcome to my non-denominational holiday party. I trust that you all have had a good time so far. But I have an announcement to make. You see. <laughs> What? Oh, oh no, oh, the lights, oh, where are the dear. lights? Oh, oh dear. Somebody get the lights. Oh, someone is over here and I can see them because I can see in the dark. It is you, but I won't say anything. Oh no. Stab, 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 stake through the heart. Holy crap, Lois, someone freaking killed Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> this, I had a beautiful thing going. Hi, I'm Hunter J. Allen. <laughs> I am, as always, Bobby McCarthy. Welcome to Two Itchy Boys, a little show about little games where we share with you the hidden gems and little treasures we found deep within the Itch.io gaming site. And as you 100% could tell, this week we're talking about those sweet little creepsters, vampires. Those astute in uh, Itchy Boys lore. 
may have noticed in our last episode that we put a little Easter egg in there um, foreshadowing our nep- next episode. And of course, is uh, Vampires This Week. Thank you for following the ARG we've carefully laid throughout all of our episodes. Thank you. You are one of the awakened. Look out your back door. Look behind you. Um, It's us. It's us. We have a t-shirt for you. Congratulations, you, Dave. Dave. Congratulations, Dave, for your t-shirt. No one else's. Don't touch it. But, uh, yeah, we're just we're just here to talk about some little vampire games. I don't know. Whose turn is it this week? Uh, that's I a feel good like question. we do this every time. We do this every time. Oh, I go first. Okay. Go ahead and tell me. Go ahead and tell me what you picked up, what you found on the side of the road. Uh, what I found on the side of the road, I was, uh, you know, riding down the, the, old, the old itchy road. Old itchy road up by Fen Street. The old itchy road, similar to the old Silk Road, it is a road uh, in metaphor. Um, oh, that's with good. With two sets of footprints behind you. One of them is Christ, and the other one is either me or Bobby. You don't leave any footprints. You're not heavy enough. You're not actually in. This is in our world. This You're is just in a our visitor. world. <laughs> You're just a visitor from beyond. You don't exist. You're not real. So I went looking for uh, vampire games, um, and if you just look at the Itch.io store page and you you uh, search for the vampire tag, I would say more than half of them are narrative games. Yeah, there there's a there's a hefty amount of visual novels. Uh, yeah, most of them horny to some degree. Very horny. A lot of very horny games. Um, and I did in fact choose one. Choose one of the horny games? I did choose one of the horny games. Good. I mean, lightly horny. This game is lightly horny. It is It is horny in a way that I will get into. Um, I went looking for some narrative games, and I played a couple of them. There, <laughs> I thought I'd figured out what game I was going to bring, um, just by like the looks of it. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but it was a... Um, I think it was called uh, Santa Monica by Night, and it was a Vampire in the Masquerade-inspired... Um, point and click. Oh shit! And uh, the vibes seemed really good, and then I booted it up, and it opened with a a, a monologue crawl, with uh, <laughs> the last words of the crawl being, "I guess I only have one thing to say. Hey, Santa Monica, you're up way past your bedtime. Fuck, dude, that's gold. <laughs> and uh." Yeah, so I stopped playing that game. I didn't like it. I didn't like it all that much. Um, it was it was kind of funny, but it it wasn't uh, didn't have the meat I was looking for. I didn't feel like I could commit to a game like that. Coward. I if if you're gonna make me read, I need something to hook me. Sure, you gotta have some. You gotta have some meat on them bones. You gotta, you gotta have, have some meat on them bones. To. The game I did pick, however. Um, I really wanted the cream of the crop after playing Santa Monica by night. And so I just uh, I set my search parameters to the top rated games. And of course, you know, the first thing that comes up is Vampire Survivor. Of course. The second one is a sort of dating sim visual novel type affair. Um, and the third is the one that I chose called Sinners and Saints. I think I have looked at this. 
You may have. I was considering playing that. It is a game in the the lightest sense. It is a an interactive fiction, if you would. I wrote down a description. It is a supernatural detective story interactive fiction. So it, it's it's a choose your own adventure. Okay. Book essentially, it's it's a choose your own adventure with um, inputs for a uh, a character creator. Um, and here's the here's the basic pitch. You are someone who grew up in a town called Deadwood that is this magnet for freak accidents and uh, unnatural occurrences um, and an extremely high rate of suicide. Uh, big trigger warning there because uh, it is a, a, a subject heavy in this game. Um, but you go to college, you come back, your parents die in one of these freak accidents uh, that is just so very common in this town. And you become a detective. Uh, the only detective, as the game starts out. Ooh. You're pretty standard, small town, supernatural, Gravity Falls style town. Very Twin Peaksy, you know. The, the standard spooky things happening in a town small enough that word doesn't get out and there's not enough eyes. A little bit of a Riverdale, if you will. A little bit of a Riverdale, I'd say. You, that's not a bad comparison, and I'm going to get into why. Um, you play as the only detective in this town, soon the only one of two detectives uh, after the first chapter. You start investigating this murder in the town that could tie together a lot of other strange deaths in the area as all being linked to a serial killer who's been working in the town for a very long time, unbeknownst to anyone. Oh no, this better not be a vampire. Okay, so that's the thing. Um, it had the vampire tag on it, and I started playing it, and I got really uh, enveloped into the thing. The supernatural stuff so far does not seem to actually come that hard into effect. Is it just like background flavoring, like... Oh yeah, this happens to be a town where unexplained things happen. Okay, let me let me let me level with you. Uh, one of the big appeals to this game, what it feels like it's selling itself on pretty well, is this sort of um, YA like adult novel feel, and it's like on the the very front store page, it lists all the characters you can romance, and all of the characters that you can romance, it seems, do have a supernatural flavor to them. One of them is very obviously a vampire. Uh, there's one character who's, they've got this fun concept where as a kid, they died and got brought back to life. Like a, like they died for like a minute. Um, oh, uh, shit, that's fun. Yeah, one of, one of those miracle kids who die for a minute and come back and uh, in real life, they're like, oh, I, I saw a light or I saw heaven. I didn't see anything. Uh, this kid is like, oh, now I can see ghosts all the time. Hell yeah. And they uh, work with the police department, your department. Uh, they work with you uh, investigating murders and deaths and uh, trying to help you figure out how people die. Of course, as you do. As you do. Um, so the big appeal seems to be, look at all these characters you can romance. Um, and they like list out all the characters and their features on the page, uh, like on the itch.io page. And I noticed something while I was playing. I was talking to the character who's very obviously a vampire. Um, 
She's uh she's like described very vampire esque, and her last name is Alucard. And I was like, oh, all fuck. right, yeah. I was like, all right, you can't oh, just like, good. yeah. If you're gonna come on, it, that's kind of silly. If it's if a character's name is backward like that, it's pretty obvious. It's one hundred percent a vampire for sure. It's one hundred percent a vampire. And I and I had the thought. I said like out loud, look, if you're gonna if you're gonna make somebody's name just something backwards like that, it's a pretty dead giveaway. And then I looked. And I realized every single character you can romance, all eight of them, all have that same naming convention. They're and all I con- just hadn't noticed it. They're all connected to a trope. <laughs> they all have. They all. I I noticed earlier. I'm like, oh, these guys have wild last names. I do not recognize any of these last names. And then I started looking, and uh, one of them, the 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 one who's obviously a werewolf. Uh, their last name is like Canis backwards. One of them is like Trauma backwards. One of them is uh, uh, I think it's like Bones backwards. Yeah, I I hadn't realized that, and that leads me into kind of the vibe of the game. This game is very very trashy YA novel. Good. It it it's very evocative of those um. This might not mean anything to you, Bobby. Uh, those like YA novels that were very horny, but not explicitly sexual. Those kind of novels that you would start seeing in like middle school in the library. You're like, oh, the when you like graduated from like, oh, I don't, I don't want to read a series of unfortunate events anymore. Let me get in on fucking the Demon King or the Haunting of Elizabeth Cray or some fucking, fucking Pendragon. Yeah, yeah, some fucking like it. It really is like de- like filling this niche that uh that I recognized as uh like a a, a burgeoning teen, a tween, if you would. It's so weirdly nostalgic in a way is what I'm hearing. It really is. Uh, there was a point where I was like, all right, I'm not on board with this. This is this is definitely not for me. And then I kept reading. I'm like, oh wait a minute, I was super into this as a kid, and it just kind of carried me through. It's got very Riverdale vibes, very like, like a pulpy kind of almost. Or it has a young adult novel pulp to it. It has a real Twilight esque pulp to it that I do very much kind of dig. Um, and if if that sounds Hell like your yeah. jam, it one hundred percent is. If you're you one hundred percent know that it's gonna appeal to you. Um, like this it feels like this has a very uh, aware. Um, fan base built into it yeah it knows what it's doing and it it just does it yeah it it really does uh something that impressed me about the story um is that uh so only the prologue first chapter and second chapter are out right now and i'm i'm kind of a slow reader so i don't know quite how to gauge playtime um but what really impressed me was the character creation process that's a that was something you mentioned that kind of intrigues me. How does that work? So it starts out you're kind of just looking at yourself in the mirror, doing the basic like, um, Fallout Four fucking yes, but it's all text based. There's no imagery whatsoever. Gotcha. Um, there's a very inclusive game, and there's a moment in your character creation where it asks you how you feel about your body. Oh shit. And it gives you so many options like 
you feel happy about your body after fully transitioning. You feel happy with your cis body. You feel happy with um, your, your progress after first starting transitioning. You're unhappy with your cis body. You're unhappy with the progress you've made, and you feel like you should be making more progress. You're unhappy with your cis body, but you're unsure about transitioning yet. Um, you're neither happy nor happy about your body, you're just clinical about it, or you're happy about your body without considering your gender whatsoever. There's so many like thoughtful options that really caught me off guard, uh, and I really like that. And then the rest of the character building happens naturally without just like, uh, what's your eye color? What, uh, what's your, what's your hair like? Uh, how do you are they you... all are they all dialogue choices that come up later? Or? Yes, in the prologue, uh, like there's one where um, uh, you're talking to the the psychic person, the and I I'm gonna say like I'm gonna use gender and sex titles uh, a, a, ambiguously and uh, switch them around a little bit in describing these characters uh, because you get to decide the pronouns of each romanceable character. Oh, holy shit. Um, like, as they, yeah, yeah, like, as they come up, um, it's, like, it'll offer a dialogue tree, like, it'll offer a dialogue option. Um, he bursts through the room, she bursts through the room, they burst through the room. They're fucking Pokemon rivals. Yeah, they're all Pokemon rivals, um, and it's, it's kind of fun. Um, but, yeah, there's a point where you're looking at, there's a point where you have to go pick up the psychic person uh, to come look at a body. Um, and as you open the door, it asks you, do you have to, uh, they're about this height. Do you have to look down on them? Do you have to look up to them? Uh, are you at a both about eye level? And that's how it asks you how tall you are. Um, Shit. There's a, there's a person who's just like an absolute snake who makes your fucking skin crawl. Um, and uh, they shake your hand and ask you like, oh, do you, do you have any, do you have a, a sensory problem with uh, people touching you when you've not initiated it or do you go in for the handshake or do you have a sensory issue and you still go in for the handshake and just grin and bear it um oh yeah sort of like what is your severity how do you feel about it um somebody like comes on to you uh and then asks it asks you uh are you interested in sexual relationships are you interested are you interested in romantic relationships are you interested in both aspects or are you interested in neither you have to like wait for a report um, and it gives you the option to smoke. And if you don't choose the option to smoke, the option never comes up again. But if you do choose the option to smoke, you get the option to smoke like at every other chance you get. And then it, it like puts it down into your character. She like you are a smoker. Oh, shit. That's that is a pretty cool way to go about character creation. I got to say. Like that's that's the whole prologue is you uh, being introduced to your cast of characters and introducing yourself. Yeah, um, establishing who you are in relation to the people that you. Yeah, and it also has those same options with character relationships. Um, like that's uh, super fucking cool. That you have a best friend who you've known your entire life, and of course, of course, as you do, and you can choose. Like they they come to see you at work and you can choose to think about how you react, which is uh, I'm really glad they came. It's always good to see them. Or it's really annoying that they came. I told them not to bother me at work, uh, especially when I've got a case going on. Or 
it's nice that they came and I'm glad to see them, but they shouldn't be here. Or I'm really glad they came. They give they give my tummy all, all the butterfly flutters Ooh. opening up romantic options. It, it does a really good job of giving each of these characters that, uh, that you're going to be interacting with, uh, giving them all a very unique voice. Um, now, to be fair, all these voices are very bold and very like, it feels like a cross between Supernatural, Riverdale, and an anime. I guess, this, all the ca- this, what I'm hearing is this video game, this game is 2012 Tumblr. It really is. You know, I'm, I wish I would have written that down because that's actually a perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's 2012 Tumblr. It really like is fandom content. What like? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like there's a your part. You're introduced to your partner, and they're a very sundere. Like they do not like you, and they don't want to show emotions. But you start getting closer, and they're just like they're being stubborn about it. But they are showing a little bit that they like you. The psychic character is just like super depressed and does not want to be here and is very tired from all these ghosts being in their life. Uh, the vampire is very flirty, got kind of a Batman Catwoman situation going on. The the absolute snake of a person you're introduced to earlier. Is he okay? Be- because of the supernatural stuff, I has to I have to ask, are they a literal snake? Like No. Are- okay, and here's the thing. I'm pretty sure I know what every character is. I'm pretty sure I only know what every character is because there is a companion bestiary that you can download for free. Oh shit. That'll tell you what all what all spooky critters are in this game. Gotcha. If 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 you know your folklore, you've basically already Um I wouldn't say so, because I I'm gonna be honest, some of them seem a little redundant. I'll, I don't want to spoil it, but I'll give you yeah, an example. I'd ask for was, an ex- yeah. yeah, I'll give you an example. Uh, Bigfoot is not in this game, but there are uh, creature choices that would be similar to if you had two characters where one was uh, a Bigfoot and the other was a Yeti. Gotcha. Yeah. Kind of the same. Kind of the same deal. Yeah, kind of same fish, different colors. Yeah, just distinct enough to where... You can you can give them a oh, I guess it's technically a different thing, but absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Um now I haven't had that revealed to me yet in the story, but I'm with the qualities I can uh note on the people uh or on the characters that I've been around, I can be pretty certain in my assertion. And yeah, it's uh it's just kind of a good fun time through twenty twelve Tumblr fiction. It's it's an interactive Wattpad story. Like it's, <laughs> it's oh my it's god, a, yeah, <laughs> really reaching deep That's back precious. in there. That's um, I wrote down it's like a fanfic. It's like a fan fiction written about an anime inspired by American shows like Supernatural, X Files, and Lucifer. That's good. Fuck, that's good. Yeah, it's uh it's a good time. Um, yeah, that's a. Uh, that's Sinners and Saints by Lynn, L-I-N. Uh, it was released in January and is still being updated. Uh, like I said, we're only to chapter two. Um, and it's free in your browser. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, it's a free little game. And if you're curious, it's got its own little free bestiary. Um, 
look, if you're missing if you're missing old school Tumblr, this is you'd probably enjoy this. I know I did. Yeah, go pop that bad boy open. It costs you literally nothing. Fuck, I don't know. Um Hunter, my dear friend. Yeah. I got a relationship with vampires. Uh yeah, I know. I'm aware. I'm fully aware. I got a th- I got a thing. I got a thing about these suckers. You and half the people making vampire games on Itch.io. Fuck. And you're in so, good company at least. This this was this was a hard one for me. I I I've I've kind of through throughout my 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 years as a youth and as a young adult um and as an aspiring creative constructed this idea of vampires, right? The platonic ideal vamp. The platonic ideal vamp. What makes a good vampire story? What makes a bad vampire story? What makes a good game involving vampires, like mechanically speaking, and what makes a bad one? You know, like, I love me. I love me my Dracula. I love Salem's Lot. Uh, I love me. I, I f- fucking uh, adore Legacy of Cain. You know, I, 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 as I was scrolling through itch i was constantly thinking about all of all of this canon and i was paralyzed eventually i just had to pick something so i downloaded a handful of games played them and uh the one i came away with the one i think most ideally gestures towards what i want from a vampire game is a little thing called taxi by night i'm so excited to hear about this one bobby this one looks so fucking cool uh, so it's a little game by Mini Chimera, and it is also um, barely a game. <laughs> um, it's a it's a visual novel, more more along the lines of a choose your own adventure kind of deal. There really isn't a whole lot of choice involved here. I mean, there is some. I'll I'll get into it. So the game itself, you are a vampire taxi driver. <laughs> That's that's a fucking great premise already, right? <laughs> like there, there, like just saying that there are already like so many ways you can think of that generating drama. So it's a series of episodes, like individual short stories, um, more or less unrelated. There's some there's some connective tissue there, some recurring characters, but for the most part, it's a night by night thing of going out doing your daily rounds or whatever, and you pick up a passenger. And each of these short stories is just a brief little encounter with this passenger that ends with you um, deciding if you want to feed on this person or not. There, there are some mechanical things here, like there's a hunger meter. Like, you have, you have to feed uh, on somebody on on a, at least a couple of these nights or else you're going to starve and next to that is a notoriety meter which uh tracks how suspicious people are of you you know like being a vampire yeah and uh it goes up with people you feed on and um you know it goes up the more the more you feed on individual pe- people because like the other thing is you can choose how much blood you're draining from these people either go go a little bit and uh, just leave them a little disoriented, not really remembering what happened. Or you can go just absolutely ape shit. Um, 
And that's really all, that's where all of the choice comes in. But the thing that I love about this game is just just the character interactions and the protagonist, because that's the heart of the game, right? Yeah. Um, is just this this like suave like the whole game's got this uh, film noir um, vibe to it. The aesthetic it's got this this like royalty free music by Kevin McLeod or McLeod or whatever yeah. his name is McLeod. However, however you. Yeah, it's it's just like this this film noir, like uh, you know, private eye in his office kind of jazz. You you know the vibe, ba- Bobby. I I literally made a soundscape for our first fucking for like episode two or three where we do point and click games. I I I may have used the exact same music. You probably did. I will not bother <laughs> going back to listen, but it is that vibe. Um, and you know, it is just like, you know, the, the vampire himself is very much this kind of like film noir protagonist where he's just like grizzled, I don't know, kind of emotionally deadened, but sometimes he'll, he'll have these interactions with people that softens him. And it's just, uh, he's a hard boiled taxi driver. He's a hard boiled taxi driver. And sometimes people can reach into that Yoki center. Oh yeah. Like there's a there's one story where your your client or clients, I guess, one of them is like so it's a vampire and their victim that they're taking back to their place to, oh, to no. feed on. Um but you and this vampire have a history. Um <gasps> and it, it it's a girl vampire. Ooh, it's a lady. So she asks if you would mind if she had a little snack uh, in the back of your your taxi. And if you say, go ahead, she starts feeding and she offers you a bite. (gasps) Um, And if you do, there's there's like this really intimate moment of like the three of you all joining into one. And like your taxi driver, like the taxi driver mentioning how he's never done this before and like stuff like this <laughs> you're um, part of a vampire threesome you're part of a blood threesome yeah and and like you know it does one of the things that i i really think that that i think is really cool about vampire fiction where you know the blood is um the self to a degree when a when a vampire feeds on you you are a part of them and they become a part of you in this kind of a weirdly intimate way and it extends that it extends that out into the other vampire for these like romantic you know this this romantic thing that you can choose to pursue that i've i've never seen done before that i thought was really cool and you know you can also go to this diner for a slice of pie because you know you don't need food but sometimes you just need some pie and a good cup of coffee sometimes that's all you really need it really is this is actually Another thing that I really love about this game are the visuals. So there are no, like, it's not like your typical, like, first-person perspective, like, visual novel thing, where it's, like, it's assumed that you're in the perspective of, like, the narrator character, and you just have these sprites in front of you, um, you know, displaying whoever you're talking to. It is all just, like, the cityscape and, like, 3D models of, like, the 
the taxi driving at night or like the interior of the diner, which like has this checkerboard um, flooring and a big neon sign. Like th- this, this game has some really evocative imagery that I really like. Fuck yeah, I love a good noir diner. Yeah, it is like picture the platonic ideal of a noir diner and you have this thing. It's just a darker Nighthawks. Oh yeah. And you know, you've got you've got some fun characters. Like there's one there's one guy named Lucio who's the star of a short story called Lucio's Lucky Night, which you can actually get um completely unrelated from the game. You can get Lucio's Lucky Night as an interactive short story on Amazon Kindle. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. It is the the second or maybe the third story I played in Taxi by Night, but it is available as its own standalone thing. Uh Lucio's a very fun character cuz he's just this drunk asshole who talks in third person, um who keeps talking about getting laid. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and then he jumps off a bridge and uh I'll leave it up to you to find out how that happens cuz it's actually it's actually really fun. <laughs> It's really fun when this man jumps off a bridge. I mean, it is in a very macabre way. Um, and it is something that the game itself follows up on. And I don't know. I, I think that's overall the thing that I, I really recommend about this game. is It's a very... It's a game that it knows what tones it's trying to hit. And it is... It's hitting them. It, it, yeah, it is hitting them most of the time. You know, I I really can't bemoan too much the times it misses because, you know, this is a small dev team. Making games like this is hard. I mean, I I honestly can't think of specifics in terms of things I didn't like. It's it's more just small choices and pros, I I guess. Um, Things that maybe I would have worded differently or like things that came off a little too heavy. Like there's... you. If you keep going to the diner, you kind of have this flirtation with this waitress that feels a little heavy handed. But, you know, all in all, it's a it's a solid it's a solid piece of vampire fiction. And, you know, that's all it needs to be. Honestly, that is all it needs to be. And it fucking does it uh, again. That is uh, Taxi by Night. Uh, it takes place within a shared universe by this developer. Um, the same universe as uh, an earlier game, which I haven't played, called Blackout the Darkest Night. Ooh. Which I, I assume has something to the, to do with this specific vampire, because the, the description for that game involves you uh, stumbling home, having no memory of what's happened to you, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which sounds like the way some of these victims are left. Ooh. Um, but yeah, the developers for both of those games is Mini Chimera, uh, and it's only three ninety nine on itch. How nice! If you want a good, like, chill vampire game set in a rainy, like, L.A. like noir city, this is a uh, this is your game. Well, that sounds just fine and dandy, Bobby. But yeah, let me tell you, it was a real, it was really hard. Oh, this was a brutal thing for me. Because there were some, <laughs> there were this some, was your this was your fishing episode. Yeah, there were some things here that caught my eye that I just did not have as much time to get into. Like there's, there's a one game that I, I thought was really fun, but I just did not have enough to say about it, especially because there is only one, there is only the tutorial level. 
Um, mm-hmm. It was part of a game jam, and essentially the 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 completion of the game um, was contingent on it winning that particular jam or whatever. Uh, which it did it not win the particular jam? It did not. Ah, uh, that's a bummer. We hate to see it. Yeah, it's a real tragedy. Sometimes the brightest stars burn twice as big. To burn they, the brightest stars burn the candles at both ends. What you said? Yeah. So it's called Blood Bucket. Oh fuck yeah, that's a good name. Yeah, it's a radical name, right? And so the the idea behind this game is you're a vampire hitman. That's a very good premise. Who is basically um like you're you're in the employment of the vampire leaders or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and it's your job to take collections or whatever from vampires who owe them and basically you're this figure called the janitor who you're you know your your job basically is to clean up the city so it's like it's like vampire hotline miami it's it is vampire hotline miami fuck yeah that's good the thing i love about this game is uh it's it's like a 2d platformer uh shooter and if Listen, if you were a fan of, like, really, like, overly gory, um, just extremely edgy, like, Flash games from the early 2000s... Oh, you know I was. You know how this game plays. Because it is, it is exactly like that sort of... That sort I love of, how we've, we've both brought... I brought 2012 Tumblr, you brought 2012 Newgrounds. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This feels like a game that would have that would have made a killing on new grounds. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's got this really fun, like gimmicky mechanic where, um, like you've got a blood meter that depletes, um, whenever you move or like use attacks or whatever, but you can refill it. So like when it, whenever, uh, you kill an enemy, they explode and in, into like this cloud, this cloud of blood. Fuck like, yeah. Mist, basically. And since you're the janitor, you've got a mop, and a bucket with you so you can collect blood in the bucket to refill your meter and any blood that you don't catch that's like falling from the air or whatever you can use your mop like your mop is a weapon um it's broken in half so you can use it as a melee weapon as like a stake fuck yeah um but you can like move your cursor around to mop blood off the floor (laughs) and to to suck it up um, it's very fun. It's very cute. Um, and uh, yeah, this just feels like a game I would have played the hell out of on like addictinggames.com or something. Who made that game? Um, it's by Dylan Stale. Steel. Okay. But yeah, it's it's very fun. Uh, it only has, like I said, it only has the tutorial level and like a, uh, it has like an endless horde mode where you just fight enemies that also just reuses the tutorial map and that's it uh it's free and i really do wish there were more of this some sometimes when you're delving into the itch archives that's just how it goes sometimes you do just have to look at a good idea that seems to have not quite panned out but who knows if you're listening to this dylan Steele, you got you got a fan out here tis tis better to have played 
and been played than never to have played at all, Bobby. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then aside from that, this doesn't quite count as a uh, vampire game, but it's, I think it's aesthetically relevant. Uh, you play, you play any Gloomwood? Gloomwood? No, what is Gloomwood? You don't know what, fuck, dude. How do you, how are you my friend? Holy shit. But, buddy, I am so busy. So Gloomwood is a game by the Dusk developers. Okay. It is first person horror game. So this is an immersive sin. It's, it's basically Thief, but set in Bloodborne. Okay, fuck, that sounds great. Uh, it's like Victorian London gothic horror with vaguely Lovecraftian. Um, I haven't I haven't gotten too far in it, but there are like these wild dogs. There are these wild dog enemies that just happen to have gills. That's completely unexplained so far. So I'm expecting to see some more explicit Lovecraft stuff later on, but... Uh, I mean, it sounds like what you're describing are the more supernatural levels of Dishonored. Yeah, absolutely, except you do not have any... I mean, you might get supernatural powers, but so far I don't have any. I just got a gun okay. and a cane... You just got a gun and a cane sword. Fuck yeah. And the Resident Evil 4 inventory. Oh, we always love the Resident Evil 4 we inventory. We love the Resident Evil 4 inventory. We love the backpack hero inventory. Uh, this is a game I've been falling for a while. Hey, that was a good reference. Hey, sick reference. Also, sick, sick Itchy Boys reference. My roommate's been playing Backpack Hero, and he's gotten way farther than me, and he really likes it. Fuck yeah, dude. Itchy Boys win again. Uh, but yeah, this is a game I've been following super closely ever since I first heard about it. Uh, and I'm, sup I'm super happy that it's in early access now. Uh, it's been consuming all of my time. I'm probably going to go right back to playing it when I finish recording here. Fuck yeah. So, uh, that's what I've been doing. What have you been playing? Uh, I, 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 I don't, I, 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 Super valid. Yeah, I, <laughs> I've been really busy the last yeah. week. I didn't, I haven't had time to play a lot of games, um, Honestly, Bobby, I've I've just I I started replaying the 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 Batman Arkham games. Oh shit! Again, I think those are aesthetically on point for this episode. Look, okay, Batman Arkham City. There's literally like the the driving force of the plot is somebody takes someone else's blood and puts it into another person. If that's not on point for the week, I don't know what is. Yeah, but also like you got a big scary man in a cape. Yeah, big scary um, man in a cape, going around. I do have a weird memory of playing Arkham City uh, the day I got it on Christmas. I also got it for Christmas. And uh, my like one of my older sisters walking into the room as I was playing it and going, this is some kind of vampire game? <laughs> she didn't sound like that. No, your sister sounded exactly like that. She sounded exactly like that, yeah. Uh, but that is what she said, verbatim. So yeah, then you know what? I'm not ashamed of it. It's it's on point for the week. I've been replaying Batman Arkham City. Hell yeah, man. It, it's still pretty fun. It's pretty all right. It's got ninjas. A, it's got ninjas. I've got a lot of nostalgia for that game. It's, it's all right. It's a fun game. When are we going to see indie spiritual successors to that? 
uh, like art like the Arkham games. Yeah, I would love to, I would love to see an indie dev like play with that stealth system. Ooh, right. Like Ooh. make a whole game built around that. Ooh, that'd be fun. That would be sick as fuck. That would that'd actually be a lot. That'd be a lot of work. That would be a lot of work, but it would be. I would pay so much money for that. Yeah. Okay, I okay, I would pay for a Dracula game or like a vampire game where you play as a vampire that uses that exact stealth system. Yo, I would uh like you're hiding up on real gargoyles and instead of instead of gadgets you get all these vampire powers. Yeah, you like turn into a bat to fly to a hiding place or something. Oh man, that's fucking good. And like wouldn't that be so fucking good? You have the same sort of um utility of like the remote control uh, batarang, but it's just you as a bat. Ah, uh, shit. Bobby, Bobby, we gotta stop. We gotta stop creating such great ideas for video games on the air. We need to either stop or just say fuck it and become video game devs. Yeah, that sounds hard. It does sound hard. It's a lot easier to sit in my sweaty closet and talk about vampire games. And now I'm afraid we must. We must draw our evening to a close. Well. I thank you all for coming out here tonight. But there is one more order of business. There is one final deed we must account for. A dark deed that must be done by the stroke of midnight. It's 1221. Do the sound. Yeah. It's Dracula's clock, so it's Drac- it yeah. does it does uh, Takata and Fugue in D minor every time uh, every it strikes time. the hour. Every hour on the hour. Yeah. He really likes that song. He really like he love listen, it's Dracula. He loves that shit. <laughs> Dracula? Oh, he's wild for that. He loves that shit. He plays it all the time. <laughs> it's like his wonder wall. Dracula's fucking crazy for it, my guy. He slops that shit up, man. <laughs> Do not let that man ox in your car. <laughs> He's got one song in his mind and one song only. That's the ox. I have a fire track for you. God, Dracula. It's not a... Dra- it, we know Dracula. what it's going to be. <laughs> we know. No, it's... it's I, I swear I, I found a new artist. It's it's some new SoundCloud okay, shit you've no, never no, heard no, before. No, Dracula, Dracula, listen, I love you, bud. I know what shit you're pulling. It's a <laughs> it's a it's a different artist. It's the same song. It's it's a pretty good song. Tell me, <laughs> no, I don't care how good it is, Dracula. Every fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at the end of the episode, uh, every episode, we take a long list of topics and uh, gaming subjects with which we put upon a wheel and spin the wheel to see what type of game we'll be entertaining next uh, episode. I always want to say week. It's never week. We're bi-weekly. Bi-weekly, yeah. This is a bi-podcast. This is- This is- this pod- this podcast is bi as hell. This podcast, this podcast is might be the biased podcast there is. I don't know. Uh, welcome to Night Vale's pretty bi. All oh, right, no, you can shut gay. the fuck up. They're pretty gay. They're no. they're they're queer. We're bi. Yeah, I almost said Alice isn't dead. No, they're gay. They're very gay. Alice isn't dead is very gay. 
Yeah, I guess that's it. Those are the only two other podcasts. All right. Here we go. (gasps) God damn it, Dracula. (laughs) Dracula. Stop it with that shit. That's not our spin song, Dracula. Dracula. God, I guess we'll just use that. Oh, boy, howdy. You guys better count your cards because we're playing card games. Yo. I guess you better go fish. (laughs) I guess you better hit me. Baby, one more time. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to thank this uh, week's uh, guests, musical guests, both Dracula and Brittany Spears. Hell yeah. Good duo. Name a more iconic duo. Uh, speaking of musical artists, I would also like to thank uh, Twinkle Park for our theme music, Busy Busy. Uh, their band camp is linked below. Thank you guys for sticking with us. You can uh, find our episodes every other Thursday uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and generally every other podcatcher. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. We really appreciate you. It's so nice of you. Listen, if you've been, and especially if you've been here since episode one, uh, you got a little gift coming in the mail. You got a little gift. Can't say what it, what it is. Can't uh, tell you yet. It's going to be a surprise, silly. Can't tell you. Can't tell you how we got your address either. Can never tell you that. Can never tell you that. But maybe you're going to get a good gift in the mail. Maybe. Maybe. Ooh, what could it be? Um, num num. I'm Bobby McCarthy. I'm Hunter J. Blowin. Whoa, whoa, shit. Oh, <laughs> you didn't think I had it in me, did you? Fuck, we were supposed to be done with the vampires. Yeah. Shit, dude. <laughs> and, and we've, we've been, been two itchy boys. boys. It's a long one today. When when does Garfield go into the public domain? Um well fuck that's not going to be we're not going to have an actual date on that till Jim Davis bites the dust. He's still kicking. It's 70 years after the death date, right? Damn it, you're right. So we, what I'm hearing is we are so far away. What I'm hearing is kill Jim Davis. All right, that can't <laughs> That's that's a legitimate threat. We can't. That Hey, Tim <laughs> Robinson did it. <laughs>